gift. What a gift has been given the bride of Jesus Christ of pardoning all our sin. Well, this morning we have a special guest, Brother David Mayer from Switzerland, France. Where do we say? (laughs) To us, Brother David has been a special blessing, not only to here in Cloverdale, but to those around the world. He's been a friend. He's been a soldier of the cross. He's got a desire to not just rust out and do nothing, but to burn himself up for the glory of God and be used of God. I was picking Brother David up on Thursday. I was driving to the airport, and I thought, well, I'll just listen to a tape as I'm I'm going in. And I just got on my little uh, phone and just downloaded The Greatest Gift. And I thought, well, you know, I'll, I'll just listen to that. It's Christmas, so I'll, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to listen to what the prophet said the greatest gift is. So as I was dri- uh, driving down the road and Brother Brennan was introducing the different people, he says, now I have a great friend. He says, a, a very, very good friend that is here this morning from Switzerland. I thought, Lord, I'm driving and picking up a very, very good friend from Switzerland. I thought, Lord, you're mindful of everything. The footsteps of the righteous are ordered of the Lord. And Brother David is a pastor. He's a man of God. He has had a vision and uh, has had these meetings in Switzerland now for 12 years, Brother David. More? Going on more. And it's been a a wonderful gathering of saints around Europe and Africa. And we want to, I want to thank Brother David publicly for his labor and all the brothers that have labored with him to make these meetings possible. And so now God has given us a gift of our dear precious brother David to be here this morning. We want to pull on that gift. And, and, and may God give you a real present this morning. And may the Lord unwrap that gift for you in the unveiling of his word. Amen. God bless you, Brother David. Please have your liberty this morning. Glory. Good morning, saints. I'm amazed that he loves me. And I'm amazed I'm standing here. (laughs) Well, what can we say? We make plans. But we want to do God's plan. Amen. Amen. We always always want to be in God's perfect will. Amen. And I just want to give glory to God for what He has done in my life. Amen. I'm just here by the grace of God. Amen. And what a perfect song to come up with. I'm amazed. Blown away. But He loved me. He saved me. Amen. So I want to bring you greetings. On behalf of my family, wife and family, and the church back home. And, uh, well, would have been lovely Christmas, you know, family. But uh, the Lord willing, we'll be there tomorrow with them. But certainly want to greet you all. And what a welcome. I arrived on Thursday. I won't keep you long standing. But, uh, but we came in Thursday. And we had a wonderful Christmas concert. Yeah. So I want to encourage the young people, the children... Keep on giving praise to our Lord and Savior. It was truly a blessing for us. And uh, 
Well, you know, Satan, he does everything he can to, to block us, to stop us. A storm came by. <laughs> Satan, he isn't for trouble. <laughs> but here we are. Thank you, Lord. Amen. And, uh, you know, all things work together for good. I had the honor of staying with Brother Thomas, Sister Joanne, and their home. And now Satan, he blocked. There was no electricity. And, of course, Sister Joanne, it was a burden. But then uh, the night between Thursday and Friday, well, as you know, nine hours time difference, you have a jet lag. So I woke up. And it was all dark, but that's when the inspiration came. So I want to take the burden off of you. <laughs> God knows all things. Amen. So and I pray this morning it will be a blessing. Amen. And we are here to adore Him. Amen. So you have no excuse whatsoever. Amen. I have a nine-hour jet lag. Amen. You are here, locals. But we want to give glory to the King of Kings. Amen. Hallelujah. So while we're standing, if we can take, take the word of God. In Cloverdale, we will drop some atomic bombs this morning. Because the word is atomic power. Is that okay? Amen. Let us take John 1. Verse 1. Say amen when you're there. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by Him. And without Him was not anything made that was made. In Him was life. And the life was the light of men. Verse 5, And the light shined in darkness, and the darkness comprehended it not. Amen. Now let's take Genesis 1 verse 1. And I would like to read the, the, this verse with the revelation that God gave us. Brother Branham, he says that God can mean, it's, it's a, an English word that ha, can have several meanings. People make their piano a God, make their car a God. So Brother Branham, he says, in the beginning, Elohim. Amen, because Elohim... Is the self-existing one. Amen. Your piano, your car, or whatsoever they make gods. They cannot be self-existent. Amen. So let's read it with that revelation. So in the beginning, Elohim created the heaven and the earth. And the earth was without form and void. And darkness was upon the face of the deep. And the spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. And Elohim said, let there be light. And there was light. And Elohim saw the light, that it was good. And Elohim divided the light from the darkness. Amen. Hallelujah. May God add the blessing to the reading of His Word. Let's have a word of prayer. Our precious Heavenly Father, 
Lord, how thankful we are, Father, to be gathered here in your name, Lord. And Lord, there's no other place we want to be but in your presence, Lord. And we know, Lord, you said there were two or three are gathered in your name, that you are amongst us. So, Father God, we surrender to you. And I pray, Lord God, may you take control over my body, over myself, Father. And may I be a vessel that you can speak to. Lord, I pray, may you anoint the hearers of the word. Father, because we want the word to produce in our lives, Father. And I pray, may you change us. May you transform us, Lord. And Lord, when we go back home later on, Father, may we say it was good to hear your word. Oh, and Father, when it burned, when we heard the word of God, it transformed us, Lord. Because, Lord, we know your word is almighty. So may you take control over this service, Father. Although there are all those that are here, those that are streaming, Father, Lord, you know the needs of each and every one, Father. But Lord, we want to give you all the glory and all the praise. Be certainly you are worthy to be praised. Bless, Lord, a pastor here, Lord, a ministry, Father. Lord, a blessing they've been throughout the years, Lord. May you continue, Lord, and, and keep them and guide them and bless them in all things, Father. We pray and ask these things in Jesus Christ's name. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. You may be seated. Amen. So this morning, a little Christmas message. And for a title, I would like to take, Let There Be Light, and There Is. Amen. Now we know that Brother Branham, he, he drew out the, the, the ages and uh, how we know that we are living in the darkest age. But we can focus on the darkest age, but... He has called us out of that. So, it's the most glorious age. Amen? Help me preach now. Amen. Amen means so be it. So let it be so, Lord. Amen. And we know that Satan always tries to, to, to pervert everything. We can look around and while I saw we were driving from the, the, the Christmas concert, going home and trees were everywhere and it was so dark. Powers were cut out. It was so dark. And that's, amen, that was just with my natural eyes. But spiritually, everything is so dark. But glory be to God. There is light. Amen. So now people, because it's Christmas, they want to put some natural lights. I've seen houses. I mean, there are lights everywhere. And so they want to brighten up their life that is so dark by putting natural lights. Amen. But that's not the light I want to talk about this morning. There is a real light, amen, that can shine, oh, in no matter what situation. That's the Christmas light I want to talk about. Amen. So we know Christmas, amen, was not, it's not the 25th of December. Amen. Like Brother Branham says, it's not the day, it's the 25th of December. It's a day we put aside. Amen. Because we realize, amen, he couldn't be born on December 25th. Lambs are born April or May. Amen. But people, and back home, I don't know if it's the same here in Canada, but yeah, they like the story. Of a little Jesus being born. And that's what it stays. A little Jesus, a little baby. And we just dedicated glory be to God, a little baby. So people, they, 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 they love little babies, not, not realizing what was this greatest gift 
that was given to the world. Amen. So we see that um, it wasn't the 25th of December, but he was born. And now, Brother Abraham, he says, but I don't suppose that he cares what day we set aside. Because the actual day is lost anyway, but it's a commemoration of his birthday. So come, let us adore him. Let us be glad and rejoice. Amen. Joyful, joyful. How many are joyful this morning? Joyful, joyful, we adore thee. We can sing it and we can have a face that is as sad as sad can be. But joyful, joyful, we adore thee. Amen, amen. So it's not, I don't want to talk about a little baby in a manger. Amen, but about God being made flesh. Amen, the fullness of the God had bodily in him. Hallelujah. Christmas should be a day, says the prophet, of worship. Mm-hmm. Now, let us worship our lamb. Hallelujah. Amen. He's the only worthy one of all our praise. So if there is any praise that needs to be given, he deserves all our praise. Amen. We know now through the reading of the word, God created everything. He created everything by his spoken word. Let there be, let there be, let there be. Amen. He created the angels. Amen. God, he is an object of worship. God loves to be worshipped. Listen now. When a king is born... Amen. There's usually singing when a king is born, says Brother Branham. Amen. But then there was no greetings here on earth. People to greet him. So the angels came down and sang. Thinking about those shepherds. Amen. Walking with their sheep and now an angelic host coming down. I'm bringing you good news. Amen. We're going to do a little travel here. Amen. I'm, I'm bringing it to, to our day later. Amen. So the angels came down and sang rejoicing. As today in the city of David is born Christ the Savior. God's angelic host. Listen now. Who couldn't understand the mystery of this virgin birth. Woo. But yet they sang. And Satan can come around and tell you, once you have the revelation of all the mysteries, then I think you can start worshiping. The angelic host, never understanding this virgin birth, but nevertheless they came down to worship the Savior, the King of Kings. Good will to man. Amen. And they sang at his birth. Angels sang for the first time to human beings. Mm-hmm. Angels had never sung before to human beings. And look at the choirs. Oh, hallelujah. We saw some angelic little children singing here. Look at the choirs. Amen, amen, amen. Oh, he continues saying, Brother Branham, how they had stood and trained and trained those voices. They'd sing at the birth of the Messiah. Amen. And they were all bypassed. And angels came down and sang to who? Common sheepmen. Common shepherd. Not clergy with clothes on, but shepherds. And look who got the first message. 
for glory. I, I can but rejoice. Amen. Because he came to me. A simple me. Amen. If you, if you're not identified, I take it for me. He came to me. Amen. So I want to certainly give him glory. He didn't go to a cathedral. Oh no, but he went there to the shepherds in the wilderness. Hallelujah. God revealing himself in humility. How many can really say from the depths of their heart, thank you, Lord, for bringing your message to me. Your revealed word to me. Amen. Not because I have a PhD or a doctor or a this or a that. No, no, no. A sinner, but saved by grace. And he came to me. Amen. Amen. He revealed himself to us. But now that was the first time. Is that okay? My flight leaves tonight, so we have all day. (laughs) And the church says amen. (laughs) Hallelujah. Now we see that the angels sang for the first time to human beings. But there was a first time that angels ever sang at a celebration. It's thus say the prophet. You know where that was? It was in heaven. And he refers to Job, Job 38, 7. Job, where was thou before I laid the foundation of the earth? When the morning stars sang together and the sons of God shouted for joy. Where were thou, Job? You see, the first time the angels ever sang at a celebration, it was in heaven. Amen. But the first time they sang to human beings was to the shepherds. But where was thou? I'm asking you, little bride, where was thou? Amen. Before even the angels came down. Brother Branham tells us, I was there. I was there rejoicing. I was there giving glory. Oh, when he oh, exposed me the plan of redemption. So come, let us adore him. Oh, come, let us adore him. Hallelujah. Amen, amen. There was worship before. There was worship 2,000 years ago. And there's worship now on the earth. Amen. Not an emotion, but true, pure worship. Amen. Reading the verses. Amen. About the, the, the birth of Christ. Amen. And the children sung about it. When the shepherds received the message. You know what they said? Let us now go even unto Bethlehem. So we don't know where exactly they were. But they received a message, let us go. If it takes us an hour, two hours, three hours, let us go. We want to respond to the word. And then nowadays, lukewarm age, we become so lukewarm. Oh, this service tonight. I have to drive a half an hour to church. (laughs) Even if I have to go to Cloverdale, and if it takes me five hours... I want to go and adore Jesus, the Savior. Amen, amen. God loves worship. Amen. So there was worship before. There was worship 2,000 years. And there's still worship. Amen, amen. You know, there's power in true worship. Some people are against emotionalism. I'm not looking for emotionalism. But believe me, if your religion, like Brother Bram says, don't have any emotion... You have to change your religion. 
<laughs> An army, when it goes to war, they're not silent. But now I'm speaking about an invincible army. So we have everything to worship about. Because he's the great conqueror. He is the great conqueror. But he calls us the invincible army. Oh, hallelujah. Now it's not against the law. Correct me if I'm wrong. It is not against the law here in Cloverdale, here in Vancouver, here in Canada to worship. Am I right? But it is according to the word to worship him. Let everything that has bread praise ye the Lord. Amen. There has to be singing, says Brother Branham. He wouldn't have been sung to. The people wouldn't have sung to him. Because they didn't believe him. And that's the reason. Three little dots. Here it comes. Comma. You might as well get it. Sorry brother Tom. But here I go. That's the reason today. That people's ashamed to praise God. They're ashamed of Christ. I'm not ashamed of Christ. He is my all. He is my savior. He is my Lord. The reason that I live. Hallelujah. The great cathedrals, one received the baptism of the Holy Ghost. They're set in their ecclesiastical way that they will not receive it. But listen now. God's going to find somebody that he can get praise through. Lord, let it be me. Who shall I send? Let it me be, Lord. I heard a brother say one time, I, I prefer to lose my voice praising God. Amen. Than screaming for nonsense. I'm not just screaming. I want to tell my Lord and Savior how wonderful he is. How great he is. How much I love him. Hallelujah. Oh, let the worshipers arise. Let the sons and the daughters sing. He is worthy of our praise. Hey, many, many, many men. We want to worship him in spirit and in truth. I don't care my neighbor. I don't care my mom. I don't care my dad. I personally want to praise my Lord and Savior. When John saw in Revelation 5, amen, he saw that no one was worthy. He wept bitterly. Amen. But when the lamb, the perfect sacrifice, Jesus Christ, amen, slain from before the foundation of the world, when he stepped forward, amen, and he's the only one who is worthy. Do you hear me? He is the only one that is worthy. To step forward, take the book, and open the seals thereof. The weeping became, became shouting, rejoicing. Oh, he was having a jubilee. Now what about us? Amen, with the greatest light that's ever been given. Come on now. Oh, hallelujah, I have a jubilee down in my heart. Amen, 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 amen. How many love our Lord and Savior? How much we can thank him because we have an open book. I told the church back home. I told him, I said, but what is 
the real understanding, your understanding of an open book. We can quote it. But what is it really? Oh yeah, the seal's been open. The book is open. There has to be a true revelation. <laughs> oh, hallelujah. Let's talk about Jesus. Amen, 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 amen. And there will be a people on the land that will live the word of God. Because he said, let there be and there is. Amen. Revelation 10. Amen. Now, the angels say, go take the open book. So he opens. The land is the only one. He goes, opens the book. Now he tells John, go take the open book. John didn't need to go and beg. He didn't need to go. No, please now. John went, give me the book. So some people think they have to beg and beg. God doesn't want to keep the title deed for himself. He gives it. Amen. He gives us our inheritance. Amen. But it's up to us by faith to step forward and say, give me the open book. Hallelujah. Elohim said, let there be light. And there is. Mm. And I love, I love how the prophet, for some, he's illiterate, uneducated, speaks bad. You know, he, his grammar was bad. But he could speak like a doctor. He could speak like a professor. Like a scientific. He could go into the back parts of God's mind. And how he exposed it, he says, let's just picture now as a little drama so you can get it. So you can get it. Let's see now, coming out of space where there was nothing, let's make it a little white light. Like a mystic light, like a halo. And that was the Logos that went out of God in the beginning. That was the Son of God that came out of the bosom of the Father. That was in the beginning, was the Word, and the Word was with God. And the Word was God. And the Word was made flesh and dwelt among us. Amen. And he continues and says, now, see, this is just like a child playing before the door. Oh, I love it. It was the Son of God, comma, the Logos. And I can see him out there. He spake and said, let there be light. And there was nothing. Something happened. An atom. I told you there's atomic power here. In the word of God. An atom turned there and began to whirl around this way. And the sun began to come into existence. Because he had said, let there be. Now why do you quote that, brother David? Just to show you the power of God's word. Oh yeah, I'm going to nail it down. Amen. We are here to destroy Satan's kingdom. The, sm- the smallest or the tallest. No matter who you are, we are here. And brother, brother Tom was quoting in the car. Even when the weakest of the saint goes on his knees, oh, hell is trembling. Amen, amen, amen. So he continues. There was nothing to make it from. But he believed his own word. And there was light. Oh, I can see another piece fly off. It's a meteor. After a few millions of years or a hundred billions of years. And people still scratch their head. How, how, how? Don't worry. Elohim said, let there be. And there is. 
<laughs> Amen. He goes another one flying of the sun. He goes on. Amen. So here's Brother Branham. Amen. In the mind of God, he's explaining what happened. Mm-hmm. Amen. What is he doing? Writing his first Bible. <laughs> the human beings once looked towards the heaven. He puts all the stars in the heavens. The zodiac. Starting off with what? The virgin. Amen. Ending up with Leo the lion. The first coming of Christ. Second coming of Christ. Amen. 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 The virgin and the lion of the tribe of Judah. Amen. So how is it possible, brother David? I don't know. But there is. And it's important we have a deep revelation of that. Mm-hmm. Because now I'm going to bring it to us. What the word says about us. Amen. Oh, I'm so glad that he said, there will be a bride without spot or wrinkle. I didn't say it. Brother Tom didn't say it. The brothers didn't say it. He said it. Let there be. Oh, hallelujah. Now, when did I start, brother? <laughs> Genesis said, Amen is written, let there be a firmament in the midst of the waters. I mean, I'm just going to quote them rapidly, but let the waters under the heaven be gathered together unto one place and let the dry land appear. He continues, let the earth bring forth grass and it was good. Let there be fowl, fish, and it was good. So he continues, let there be, let there be, and it was good. Amen. And God said, let us make man in our image, after our likeness. And let them have dominion over the fish, over the sea, and over the fowl of the air, and over the cattle, and over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creepeth among the earth. So God created man in his own image. The image of God created he him. Male and female created he him. Now, if we go a little further in Genesis 2:18, and the Lord God said, so, so far the creation, it was good, it was good, it was good, it was good. Now, and the Lord God said, it is not good that a man should be alone. I will make him a helpmeet for him. Whew. God had already in his mind a bride. <laughs> so the whole creation was, it was good. But now, it is not good. Because there has to be a bride. <laughs> Hallelujah. Now, a word is a thought expressed. Now, as I said before, there is power in the word of God. Never forget it. Children, never forget it. There's power in the word of God. Amen. Isaiah 55 says... So shall my word be that goeth forth out of my mouth. It shall not return unto me void, but it shall accomplish that which I please. And it shall prosper in the thing whereto I send it. So now, in other words, whatever God said will happen. Will happen. Let there be light. And there is. Now, Brother Branham deals with that. Because let there be light. He says, what if there wouldn't have been light? We don't know whether he is God or not. But because he just said, let there be light. And there wasn't see. But now then, God, when God speaks, and we see it is, then that's the light that shines forth. Comma. The truth of the word. That's when God speaks. You see, there is light and life. And he continues saying, it is God's 
spoken life. My words are spirit and truth. Amen. Oh, and it's God's spoken life. Amen. So whatever God says and whatever God does is perfect. John 1, 4 says, in him was life and the life was the light of men. Verse 5, and the light shined in darkness and the darkness comprehended it not. Another translation says, the light shines in darkness and the darkness has not overcome it. Oh, I love that. Now, light has a strength, a power. I was thinking, I was getting ready to turn off all the lights, but I won't go there. (laughs) But light has a power in it. When I was in my room at Brother Tom's, I had a candle. It was dark. Amen. It was dark. But this little candle, I found everything in my room. I didn't bang into the wall. The little light, so no matter how little your light is, and you think it is, it is much more powerful than the darkness that is around you. So stop finding excuses, but I'm too small, I'm too little, my little light, my this, my that. No, the smallest of the lights forces darkness outside. Let there be light. And there is. Hey, many, 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 man. Oh, from the very beginning, God wanted a light. Listen, Psalm 119, 105. Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Now, if God believed his own word, what about us, the bride? Easy question. But I hope you have a deep answer to that. And say, yes, Lord. So we have to believe the whole word of God. Now, God had a plan. It's a Christmas message. Little Jesus. God himself. Amen. But it's important that we don't forget that it's still God himself. Almighty, all-powerful. Now, God had a plan. And he, he, he explains the natural woman, Adam's bride. Amen. Be fell for Satan's scheme against the word of God. How? How did he fell? By reasoning it. So let's let's not reason. Don't, don't even try to reason. Believe. Only believe. Amen. Eve fell from reasoning. She fell from grace by listening to Satan's lie. And we can say, yeah, that, amen. But you know what? After God had her fortified behind his word. So as soon as you start reasoning, your fortification, which is the word of God, you're out of the fortification. Eve was fortified. She was protected. She started reasoning. Boom. She fell from grace. If she had stayed behind the word, she'd have never fell. Oh, so if Satan can get you on one corner, that's all he wants. That's all he wants. And Eve, she believed so much of it, but yet she missed it. 
Because you can believe so much of the word of God and yet miss it. You need to take 100% of the word of God. When John went to take the book, he didn't say, give me chapter 1 to 5 and I leave the rest. Eat the little book. So you can become the little book. Amen. So this believing the word of God. Amen. Now this first Eve fell. God has a plan. And his plan is perfect. His first Eve fell. The second will not fall. But why, brother David, did God allow all this sin to come in the earth? That's easy. Because God sent us a prophet. I'm going to tell him what he said. <laughs> How could he ever permit sin to come in the earth? If it wasn't for a reason. Just to back up now, some things that we have said. He says, what was first? The Savior or the sinner? The Savior, sure. Which is more powerful, a Savior or a sinner? Why did he let sin happen in the first place? To show that he is a Savior. Why does he let sorrow come? Oh, to show us that there is a true joy. Why does he let the night come? To show us that there is a real day. Amen, amen, amen. Why does he let temper come? <laughs> to show us that there is a real peace. I touched the sensitive core there. <laughs> and that's the peace we want. And the only way to have that peace, amen, is to have Christ in you. The greatest gift that was given. Mm. The devil, listen now. Who is stronger? The darkness or the light? The devil isn't omnipresent nor omnipotent. Neither does he know the end from the beginning. God alone knows it. The devil don't know what's going to happen. He doesn't know what's going to happen. Only thing he knows. Come on now. I love that. The only thing he knows. Are you ready? He's just the devil. <laughs> Lori! He's just the devil. And he just does what he can do. And everything he can get him to, he does it. But God knows the end. Amen. So God knowing the end, he can make, listen now, he can make everything work right to his glory. Oh, I love him. Brother Bram says in another, you know, that quote, that, that, that quote, he's but a stump on the side of the road, bringing his children to him. He's but a devil. Boo, devil, like Brother Ron would say. Boo, devil. <laughs> now let's not reason the word today amen God knows the end from the beginning amen and I can tell amen by the revealed word of God Satan I've seen the backside of the book and you're lost you're lost <laughs> amen John eight twelve. Then spake Jesus again unto them, saying, I am the light of the world. He that followeth me shall not walk in darkness, but shall have the light of life. So there can be darkness upon the earth, the darkest age we're living in, 
But that doesn't mean I have to walk in the darkness. Hey. He that followeth me shall not walk in darkness, but shall have the light of life. You know when Brother Branham talks about you can create a world into existence? Now, we put that, oh, we're going to create a world and it's going to be like this and oh, hallelujah. No, 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 no. I'm going to bring it to your front door now. You today can create a world in this age of Laodicea. There's darkness all over you, all around you, but I can't be living in a world. People say, where are you from? On what world are you? Oh, I'm somewhere in heavenly places in Jesus Christ. So let's not put everything in the future. Now, now you can create the world where Satan tries. You're fortified by the word of God. And when the darts come, when he tries, boo devil, boo devil. (laughs) Hallelujah. Amen, 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 amen. So what are we rejoicing about? Luke 2.10, I bring you good tidings of great joy. Maybe I quoted last time, but I like to see the bride joyful. Because God gave us all we need to be joyful, to be cheerful, to be rejoicing, to give God glory. Amen. I don't know what you've been through, but you don't know what I've been through. And that doesn't matter if we serve God and He's a living God. You can be joyful, cheerful in all things. Amen. Now remember, we are finite. Our minds are finite. God is infinite. Amen. And infinite is perfect. Amen. God permitted it that he might project his love and power to the human race. And when we are brought in the presence of the Lord Jesus at his coming, there will be a million angels. Hallelujah. Think of it. There will be a million angels stand around the earth with bowed heads, listening at the church sing the songs of redemption, not knowing what they're talking about, because they've never been lost. Amen. They don't know what it means to be lost, but you and I, we know what it is to be lost. Amen. But thank God I am free, free, free from this world of sin. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory, 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 glory. He chose us in him before the foundation of the world. This second Eve won't fall. It's impossible for her to fall. He would choose a bride that would not fall, that would hold to that word. Regardless of what all the rest of the world had to say about it. You're not worthy. You'll never make it. You're not one of them. The word says he chose me before the foundation of the word. You want to you wanna discuss with me? Mm-mm. Go see my husband. Brother Ram says it's about time we talk to Satan, not like If you believe the word of God and you quote the word of God, it's not your power. Uh-huh. It's God's power. Come on now. Amen, amen, amen. Oh, the angels don't know why we are so happy. Oh, but he, he set me free. He put my foot on a rock to stay. 
Amen. Hallelujah. And I'm on my way to heaven shouting to victory. Come on, church. I'm on my way to heaven. I'm on my way. If you're not identified, amen. The brother said amen. But I'm on my way to heaven shouting to victory. Hallelujah. Now the world will not return void. It will accomplish. It is thus say the word of God. Now, just to show you the power of the word of God. If you want to follow Ezekiel 37. The hand of the Lord, verse 1. The hand of the Lord was upon me and carried me out in the spirit of the Lord. And set me down in the midst of the valley which was full of bones. Hmm. And caused me to pass by them round about. And behold, there were very many in the open valley. And lo, they were very dry. What we are here, the picture that is painted is now. There are many bones and they're very dry. Very dead. <laughs> and he said unto me, Son of man, can these bones live? And I answered, O Lord God, thy knowest. Again he said unto me, Prophesy upon these bones, and say unto them, O ye dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. Thus saith the Lord of God unto these bones, Behold, I will cause breath to enter into you, and ye shall live. Have you ever thought? I think all of you have seen a skeleton, dry bones, in class or in a museum, wherever. Now, how do you explain that dry bones can hear? The Bible says, hear the word of the Lord. Come on now. God's word can never fail. No matter how many dry bones there are, no many high, no matter how long they've been laying there, God said, prophesy again. Amen. Oh, and there's a bride rising upon this earth. Amen. Breaking every chain. Oh, advancing with the name of Jesus. Amen. But listen now. Amen. Samuel, when he went to find the next king, he wanted to anoint the next king. They all came, but he anointed David. Now, what about you? You are anointed. You've been anointed. You're under the eagle anointing. And God's word will never fail. It will never come back to me void. Without manifesting what I said, says the Lord. God prophesied over us. There will be a bride without spot or wrinkle. Amen. God's word is perfect. Listen now. Let's continue. Just took a few examples. But God's word is so powerful. There's so many types in this word, brothers and sisters. Listen now. Ruth 4, verse 21. Just to show you, Boaz came from the lineage of Salmon. Salmon was married to Rahab. That's Ruth 4, 21. And Salmon begot Boaz, Boaz begot Obed. If we look to Matthew 1, verse 5. It says, and Salmon begot Boaz of Rahab, and Boaz begot Obed of Ruth, and Obed begot Jesse, and Japheth begot Joseph, the husband of Mary, of whom was born Jesus, who is called Christ. So now, humanly speaking, 
How could Jesus come from a lineage like that? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm talking humanly now. I'm, I'm going to talk spiritually. But that's how Satan comes. How can it be a perfect lamb? Look to the lineage. Okay. Ready? Let's go a few years before. When Joshua went to take Jericho, there was Rahab. She believed the word. When they came, this is nothing but the truth. Apply the token. And when we will come, and yes, the city will be destroyed. Thou household, you and thy household. Come on now, mom's dad. Come on, mom. Come on, dad. You and thy household apply the token and they will be saved. Now, Joshua gives clear instructions. Joshua 6.21. And they utterly destroyed all that was in the city. Both man and woman, young and old, and ox and sheep and ass with the edge of the sword. In other words, you destroy every living creature. Hallelujah. Now coming back a few years later. I can see the high priest standing before Rahab and Solomon. Into this holy state, these two persons present come to be joined. If there is any person here that can show a just case why they should not be lawfully joined together in this holy matrimony, do you now speak or from hereafter forever hold your peace? They were all destroyed. Joshua, the great Joshua, made sure there was no living witness. Glory! Hallelujah! Glory! And our Joshua took sure, he made certain, oh, that there is no, nothing against us! Hallelujah! Wonderful Savior! Unto us a child is born! Amen! Jesus, my Savior! God fordain us! predestinated us. Amen. And I believe his word. Amen. Whatever God says, I say amen. And God, as we saw, he wrote his first Bible in the skies and the stars. Amen. And when God made his covenant to Abraham, he points back to his original word. Genesis 15, 5. And he brought him forth abroad and said, look now toward heaven and tell the stars. If thou be able to number them. And he said unto them, so shall thy seed be. God always points to the word. Brother Bram said, back to the word. Because the word in the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. And the word of God cannot fail. Amen. What are you talking about, Brother David? Well, there come a royal seed of Abraham. Amen. I, Abraham received a natural seed, Isaac, but he was talking about the uh, spiritual. Amen. It was pointing to the super seed to come. Amen. And that was Christ, was God's word made manifest. Now in Jehovah Jireh, now we are Abraham's seed if we are in Christ. There are two seeds of Abraham. One is natural, the other one was Christ. Amen. So if you are in Christ, you have a super seed. 
Super to what Abraham was. Because you come by the royal seed, comma, Christ. And if you're dead in Christ, then you are Abraham's children. And you have Abraham's seed and Abraham's faith. Come on now. (laughs) And Abraham's faith was in God's word, regardless of what took place. He called those things which were not, as though they were. You know why? Because God said so. Come on now, bride. Because God said so. There will be a bride without spot or wrinkle. Hey, many, many, many men. Now, what is the definition of a believer? How many believers do we have here this morning? Wonderful. Wonderful, brother Tom. Okay. They don't know what the definition is now. Just quoting the prophet. A believer is... The fate of God that moves in you. Come on now. I'm not talking about mental faith now. Faith come by hearing. Hearing of the word of God. No reasoning. No thinking out. Believing the word of God. He that is perfect came to take my place. But to bring me to perfection. God had a perfect plan before the foundation of the word. And we are here in 218, close to 19. Doing what? Manifesting his script. Brother Branham and other quotes say, we are the actors on the scene. I don't want you to be actors. That's not what I I mean by that. People, they act all kinds of strange things. No. You live by the word. You live by the word. You believe the word. You speak the word. Amen. That's the actor. Live by the word. Become the word. Eat the book to become the book. Amen. God came down to reveal himself, to reveal all the mystery. Amen. And the disciples asked Jesus, why do you speak in mysteries? Matthew thirteen eleven. he answered and said unto them, because it is given unto you to know the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven. Now I'm bringing it back to 2018. Because it is given to you to know the mysteries. That's why I myself send my prophet messenger to you. A mouthpiece. But to reveal the mysteries to you. To you it is given to know the mysteries. So we have no excuse. Now, a mystery is a scripture. It's a previously hidden truth. Now divinely revealed. Comma. But which is a supernatural element still remains despite the revelation. Oh, brother David, where are you going? Okay. Very simple. Abraham received the promise. You will have a son. He believed the word of God. Romans 4 says, and he staggered not at the promise of God through unbelief, but was strong in faith, giving glory to God. You want to be strong in faith? Start giving glory to God. God loves worship. God wants us to hear him glorify his name. So it's not emotion. If you want to go grow strong in faith, Give glory to God. And being fully persuaded that what he had promised, he was able to perform, and therefore it was imputed to him for righteousness. 
Now, the scriptures were revealed to Abraham. You will have a son. He said, Amen, Sarah. We're going to have a son. He believed the word. But a supernatural element remained. What was it? Some glad morning. He looked into the mirror and said, I am changed. (laughs) That was the supernatural element. But for us, it's exactly the same. You believe the word. Brother David, how am I going to be perfect? Oh, we'll tell you how you can be perfect. Amen. How am I going to be changed? Don't worry. Don't worry. God knows what he's doing. I shall be changed. Amen. Mortality will take on immortality. Amen. And the bye-bye world. Instead of fussing and trying to find out. Believe the word. Give glory to God. Hallelujah. How can I be perfect? Very simple. God looks through the blood of his son. Perfection comes by Jesus Christ. And Jesus Christ only. Now, let's take a little time to talk about perfection. God was manifested, was in his son, Jesus Christ. Then he came through a virgin bird, conceived by a virgin, overshadowed by the Holy Spirit. God himself came down into a blood cell. Now, again, Brother Branham, he goes into such a clear explanation. The scientists try to find out. But look, he came down into a blood cell and wrapped the blood around him. The blood cell, comma, the germ of life of God himself wrapped in this blood cell that brought the son, Jesus Christ. Now, what does he do by that? To make you perfect and to bring you back into fellowship. And he brings you through that blood cell into himself. Do you get it? It says, through the blood cell of the Lord Jesus. What is that blood cell? Listen. The the blood cell of the Lord Jesus that unveiled the life of Jehovah. You want to talk about little Jesus? You can talk about little Jesus. Oh, but the life of Jehovah himself was in the little Jesus. Hey, many, many, many men. God himself created that blood cell. Hey, many, many men. And listen now, he continues. That unveiled the life of Jehovah, comma. And we, can we say all together? We. We. Coming through the blood cell, become a part of that life. Woo. You want to talk about atomic bombs? So, comma, deity itself lays in the man that's received the Holy Spirit. You are a son. I'm a Branham by birth and a part of Mr. and Mrs. Branham is in me. And if you become a son or a daughter of God, a part of deity lays in you. He became me so I can become him. I was guilty. And so are all of we. Don't find excuses. Mine are smaller than yours and mine is... We are all guilty. And you know what? Only a judge 
can give a verdict. That's right, huh? Only the judge can give a verdict. But glory be to God. The great wig one came down and said, Taste this mist. Glory! The judge became my lawyer. I was guilty, oh so guilty. But then he came down and he said, case dismissed. Brother Branham said, it's like you've never done it in the first place. You want to know my first place? Way back in the mind, in the back parts of God. Oh, yes. Amen. And now I can only be perfect through Christ. Jesus dropped the charges. Amen. We are under another covenant. You are under another covenant, my beloved. I've loved you. The wedding band is already slipped on the finger. Glory. Now, Christ, listen now. We'll talk a little about predestination. Is that okay? <laughs> we think that here things happen. We People say it happens by chance, by. No, nothing happens by chance. Listen now. In the, right in the middle of the heart is a little place in a human being that isn't in an animal, a little place where the soul is. And Christ was speared through there. So that the blood cell was speared Tore loose that blood cell and set the Holy Spirit at liberty for God to call through there and bring believers through the blood cell back into fellowship with himself again. Oh my, he says, through the washing of the water by the word. Therefore, he alone is worthy of our praise. Happy Christmas. Blessed Christmas. He he provided a perfect sacrifice. Amen. And we should remember Calvary every single day. And Christmas should be a day of worship. And now not only the 25th or the 24th. Unto you. Unto me. Unto us. Is given. A way to come back into fellowship again. Hallelujah. So now the predestination. The soldier thought. Just to make sure. He's dead. Mm-hmm. Okay. In the unpardonable sin. Ready for a bomb. The flesh only veils the blood. The blood is the life. That's the only way to keep life in a body for the skin and the flesh and the tissues and the sinew and so forth to hold the blood in their place so they can give life to this tabernacle that I'm dwelling in. Now, that's what veiled God from mankind was the blood and the sinew and the skins of Jesus Christ, the Son of God. The unadulterated birth of his who God the Father overshadowed, the Virgin Mary, and created in her the blood cell of his own being, comma, the creation. And in there, his skin kept it from man. So there was a veil, like the Bible says, which is his skin. 
that kept it from man. But one day, the sin of man opened up his heart with a spear and his blood ran out. Amen. His blood ran out on the ground. It was given freely for the sins of the world. And it's revealed today. Glory be to God. It's revealed today. And as that blood came forward, also came the Spirit. And through the washing of the water by the blood, through the Spirit, we are born into the kingdom of God. Now a little soldier, thinking he's just going to make sure somebody is dead. Oh, hallelujah. God's plan is perfect. This spear went exactly at the right spot to make sure that blood cell was robe, liberated, set free. Why? Because way from the beginning, he had his bride on his mind. He wanted a way to bring her back to fellowship again. Glory! When that blood cell, because of sin, was pierced, yonder, it freed God. Yonder! Hallelujah. The only thing between the mankind and Jesus... God Almighty was the skin. <laughs> Come on now. So many people miss it. So many people miss it. But there's a bride chosen. Amen. And she won't miss it. Amen. She hears the word. She receives it and says, Amen. Thus say the Lord. Amen. Now, amen in the Old Testament. If a man walked through that veil, it was sudden death. And it's death not to go through it now. Once where it was there to go in, now it's death to stay out. Receive ye the Holy Ghost. He was freed. I love how Brother Bram says, it freed God yonder. Liberated. Hallelujah. Why was that for? For me. For you. Happy Christmas. <laughs> Jesus by one sacrifice. Perfected forever his church. We are then perfect. Through Christ Jesus. You've never done it at the first place. You've never done it to begin with. Case dismissed. Brother David, how can you say a thing like that? I know, I know my case. I'm a hard case. But God, by His love and mercy, He loved me before, before I even was here. But He said, this is my beloved. This is my beloved. I choose you. Oh, come, let us adore him. Amen. Amen. Now, listen. God gave his light in this generation. Like never before. He came down and opened the book. All the mystery, all the loose ends have been revealed. Why? To reveal Christ. What's the opening of the word? Revealing Christ. Revealing who he is and who we are. Now, on August the 8th, 1963, what a coincidence. In 63, one of the biggest robbery took place in England. Millions were robbed. Brother Bram, on, in Turn on the Light, 64, says, 
false light caused the greatest robbery in the world that the world ever had. In England, not long ago, the greatest robbery that was ever performed was done by a false light. Seven million dollar robbery was done by a false light and slowed the train down. And Scotland Yard couldn't find the men. They got away so slicky. Satan is so slicky. Be careful. Kids. Young people. Elderly. Satan is so slicky. That was known as the greatest robbery that was ever done by robbers. And in the natural. Now, this was in the natural. They were playing with the signaling system. They played with the signaling system that made the train to stop. Easy robbery. They got away with it. Never knew where it was, how, and so on. But now, the greatest robbery that was ever done to the church of Jesus Christ is done by a false light. A glare of some other age and rejecting the lights that predicted for this age. A false light, a glare of yesterday. Don't walk in the glare of yesterday. Walk in the warmth of the S-O-N today. Don't pull yourself down into a denominational shade. We need to ripen under that light. Let there be light. And there is light. What light? The light of the S-O-N. The sun. Hallelujah. Now, there is power in that light. You know, that light can make... Dry bones live. Can make that a royal seed that's been laying there for years comes to life. What pulls it is the light. There can be layers and layers and layers and layers of concrete. But that seed under the light of the S-O-N will come forth. It's not maybe. Perhaps, no, it will come forth. Hey, many, many men. Now, what's the matter? It's caused the greatest robbery. It's taken Christ from the church. That's the greatest robbery of the church. And remember, the cold creed light will not ripen the seed of today. So don't go back to another age. God revealed His Word to us. Oh, it was so good in this age, and it was so good in this age. I want to live in my age. What is my age? Bride age. (laughs) Glory. I want to ripen under that seed, under that light. Now, Malachi 4, he is not the message. He is the forerunner of the message. What is the message? Christ. Christ is the message. Amen. Now, that's why he came down. He came down and took all the loose ends to reveal his true identity and our true identity. And this message is perfect. The word of God is infallible. 
God send us a son of man, but revealing the son of man. That's what it's all about. Brother Aaron says, what's the opening of the word? Revealing Christ. And now after the opening of the seals, Brother Branham says, my Bible became a new Bible. Oof, Brother David, it's getting complicated now. Oh, no, it ain't. Because in the Bible, there's so many types pointing back to the seals, pointing back to the bride, to Christ and the bride. When God revealed the word, this is like a new book. Okay, let's take one example. Ruth and Boaz. Is that still okay? If you have a jet lake, stand up, start worshipping. can sing a song. <laughs> Ruth and Boaz, which is a type of Christ and his bride. Amen. Now we can see in Ruth, she's gleaning in the field. God has supplied a chief servant. You can read it in the Bible. Eliezer. But in chapter 2. And I'm when I say Eliezer. Of course I'm pointing to Rebecca. But it was a chief servant. In chapter 2. Ruth is introduced by. The servant. To the chief himself. You can read it. Who's the chief himself? Her kinsman. Thank God for a servant in our age. Yes? A wave sheave. We can, we can, we have to be thankful. But now, the kinsman says, do not glean in another field. You have found favor in my eyes. (laughs) The kinsman says, don't go somewhere else. My fortification is my word. In my field, you're in security. You have found favor. The Bible says grace in my eyes. <laughs> the kinsman's want, he wants her to stay in the field. Why? To teach who he is. So if you want to try elsewhere, you'll never know who you are. You'll never know who you are. Now, after chapter 2 in Ruth, there is no more mention of the servant. Because now it's time for Ruth and Boaz. In Ruth 3.17, Ruth received six measures of barley. Six seals. In 3.17, so Ruth 3.17, and he said, These six measures of barley gave he me, and he, for he said to me, Go not empty unto thy mother-in-law. Verse 18. Then said she, Sit still, my daughter, until thou know how the matter will fall. For the man, what a prophetic word. For the man will not be in rest until he have finished the thing this day. What a type. Now, the kinsman redeems her. And now the seventh is what? It's a secret. There is silence for the world. What's going on? What is it? Boaz himself. 
It's not a public show. It's not for the whole public. But there's an invisible union going on. Amen. And that's going on right now. Amen. Invisible union of the bride and the bridegroom where the world miss it a million miles away. People will still even be quoting it and, but they didn't take the whole book. So therefore they miss it. But how thankful we can be. Amen. 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 Why is there silence? He's telling his secrets to his bride. You are my beloved. I chose you. I love you. Hallelujah. Happy Christmas. (laughs) The message is about the bride. Because what is the word bride? It's the manifestation of the hour. What hour? Now. This day. The manifestation of this hour. Now you say. Brother Branham in the serpent seed. We got new light on it. <laughs> no, you haven't. That's what the devil come to Eve with. Some new light. You don't need no new light. You need to walk in the light that God's already put here. That's all. Don't walk in the light of another age. God gave us all the light we need. He revealed all the mysteries. There's not somebody to come. No. God is perfect and his word will never fail. Webster says a glare is a false light. Like a mirage. And that's what the devil is doing today. Showing people a mirage. A council of church. A group of denominations. Which will turn out to be false. Because there is a real light shining. Brothers and sisters. There is a real light shining. That's why we can rejoice and adore Jesus, our Lord and Savior. A few more minutes, is that okay? (laughs) Now, we know if it were possible, Satan would deceive the very elect. If it were possible. And it ain't. Boo, devil. As long as you're fortified under the word. As long as you are in Christ, you're fortified. And you can say, boo, devil. Now listen. But there will come false anointed ones. Hey, that's the Bible. Oh, brother David, you know, why did the Lord allow this? To show his glory. Like we saw in the beginning. Why did sin come? To show that he's a savior. Why did sickness come? To show that he's a healer. Amen. He's still the same. There will be false anointed ones. And they'll call themselves prophets. Mm -hmm. But you will recognize them by the word. No matter what they do. They might heal the sick. They might open the eyes of the blind. And deny the word. Get away from it. Yeah, but you know, brother David, I love that brother. I I really, you know, we have such a good relationship. Get away from it. When they deny the word, you stay away from it. Don't care what it is. Stay with the word regardless what it says. 
What is the bride? The royal seed. The elect of God. We were in his mind and his thoughts. And now in very plain language. You know that language. The true bride of Christ was in the mind of God eternally. Though not expressed until each one came at its time. Before you were born. We dedicated baby. I don't know how many days he had. but Before he even was born. God knew all about him. So no matter how old you are. God still knows everything about you. (laughs) And we forget that. We forget how mighty our God is. And each member came forth and became expressed and took its place in the body. Thus, this bride is, we're speaking about the spoken word, let there be and there is. Now, this bride is the literal spoken word seed bride. It's very apparent that she ought to be called, that for she was predestinated in him. Listen now. Came from the same source. Ooh. That makes something special out of you, brothers. Something special out of you all. Came from the same source. Was eternal with him. And is now manifesting God in many membered body. Whereas once God was manifesting one member, even our Lord Jesus. How do you feel, bride? Happy Christmas. (laughs) How thankful we can be. God gave us an absolute. What's the absolute? The word of God. Not my church. Not this church. Not this preacher. Not No, 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 no. There's one absolute. That's God himself. Now, he said, let there be light. And there is. Brother Branham says in the greatest Bible ever fought. The only thing that he's waiting for now is for his army to get their position. Come on now, army of the living God. Can these dry bones live? Come on now. Oh, my ears. No, no, no. You've been prophesied over. You are the bride of Jesus Christ without spot, without wrinkle. God provided a perfect sacrifice so that he could go and take the book and open the seas thereof and reveal you the mysteries. He's waiting on his army to get their position like the stars. The first Bible. Hallelujah. Their position. Let's take our position like the stars of heavens. Amen. Now, we don't want to be wandering stars. Wonder if this is right. Wonder if that is right. Wonder if this will happen. Wonder if it could be. Don't wonder. Stay like those stars of heaven. As a real soldier, as his post of duty. Stand there believing. Glory be to God. Stand there believing. Come on bride. Let's take our stand. As a real son and a daughter of God. He said let there be and there is. Let's not put it on tomorrow or the next week or next year or I don't know when. Now. 
stand and believe. Only believe all things are possible, he says. Oh, and there will be light in the evening time. That's God who says there will be light in the evening time. And let me tell you, we're in the evening time. There's not much time left. We can see the signs all around us. But rise and shine. In the evening time, there will be light. That's when come Christ, the Holy Spirit. Jesus comes down and sets himself at the head of the church. What a glorious time we're living in. (laughs) And he will resurrect his church being his own body. And that's what is going on right now. All over the world, the spirit is moving. And all over the world, there's an invisible union of the bride going on with the groom. Amen. David, those songs, I don't know. Don't worry. They come by inspiration. Many will just continue. And the bride will be gone already. Because they are not reflecting the light of the S-O-N. Didn't Jesus say in St. John 15, I am the vine, you are the branches. And he gives an example, the prophet, about an orange. Amen. And then he says, if the vine ever puts forth another vine, another branch, sorry, it'll be of the same life that's in it. It'll bear an orange. Amen. Because at the beginning, in the root, it's an orange tree life. He spoke the word. Let there be light. And there is light. Isaiah 60 verse 1 says, arise. Stand, stand like the stars in heaven. Arise, shine, for thy light is come, and the glory of the Lord is risen upon thee. For behold, the darkness shall cover the earth. Amen. It can cover the earth and gross darkness the people. But the Lord shall arise upon thee, and his glory shall be seen upon thee. Is that your desire? Is that your desire? Then I have to decrease. I have to disappear. I have this. I have that. No. I have nothing. Here I am, Lord. But I give myself away. I give it all to you, Lord. That's a real Christmas, brothers and sisters. God will shine for his light. He's doing it just for the coming of the Lord. And it's not a man. Man is out of it. It's God. God does it because he promised it. The word of God will never return a void. Never forget it. If we never see each other again, we will see on the other side. But the word of God can never fail. Just like the word in the beginning. I'm wrapping up now. It was spoken in the garden of Eden. Spoken word. And the second time it was made flesh and dwelt among us. And the third time it became part of us. When the Holy Ghost is dwelling in us. God coming into the man. He spoke first the word. The enemy tore it down. Then the word was made flesh and he was crucified. But now there's a difference in the word. 
The word has become the church and the church is the word. You want to know the secret? I know you've quoted many times. The secret is the word is in the bride. She's a spoken word seed bride. The word is in the bride. Now just ripen under the light of the S-O-N so that this seed all can produce. And you know what it will produce? <laughs> Nothing but the original. Uh huh. You come from the same source. Woo! How do you know it's God? Because He's taking the word, so it's nothing. I, 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 I. Brother Tom, Brother John, Brother Tim, nah, nah, nah. this church, that church. No, 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 no. <laughs> he's taking the word what word? his word and manifesting it isn't he wonderful? now what time are we living in? the angels are all standing in order we talked about the angels coming down First time they sang to the humans. First time they sang at the celebration. But now, the angels are all standing in order, says Brother Branham. Hallelujah. The great corridors of heaven are crowded full. The harps are all in tune. The great bands are already practiced up. There's a homecoming pretty soon. For the church of the living God who has been waiting for his coming. Everything is in order. Oh, I love that. Everything is in order. With God, there's nothing out of order. Your life is not out of order. To your eyes, it seems out of order. To your eyes, it seems a chaos. God knows what he's doing. And everything is ready. Everything is in order. And I'm so glad. And I'm waiting for that hour. How many can say amen to that? The angels already tuned up. Hallelujah. Waiting for you and I. Homecoming time. Let us stand to our feet, musicians. 1 Peter 2 says, You are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation. A peculiar people that you should show for the praises of him who had called you out of darkness. Into what? Into his marvelous light. Let there be light and there is light. We have no excuse whatsoever. Amen, amen, amen. Oh, hallelujah. He has called us out of darkness into his light. And God is light. Listen, He was in the beginning. God is light. He was in the beginning. He is still the light. He was made flesh, went back to light, and will be light till He comes in flesh. And when He comes again the second time in the flesh, then our bodies will be transformed and make like unto His. And we'll be with Him forever. Oh, what a beautiful rejoicing thing that is. Oh, come, let us adore Him. Let us rejoice and be glad. 
Oh, we have all the reasons in the world to rejoice because we walk in the light. We walk in the light by our own doing. No, by our own merits. No, by the grace of God. You can play walk in the light. We walk in the light. Amen. That's why he says, you're a city that sets on a hill, a candle that cannot be put out. You're the salt of the earth. You're the light of the world. Jesus, when he wasn't here on the earth, he did what he had to do. But now the bride, the bride has to do what she has to do. Jesus said, gave a clear commission. As the Father has sent me, so send I you. Bride, so send I you. And everything you have need of in your life's journey, I give it. I give it freely for you to come back into fellowship with me. So let's not miss our Christmas. Let's not miss our Christmas. Oh, I have this gift waiting, this gift waiting. Oh, forget about those gifts. The greatest gift is Jesus. What is the real meaning of Christmas? It's Christ and you. God dwelling in human heart. That's what real Christmas means. Now, how can we have a real Christmas, Brother David? That's the way to have a real Christmas. Is to worship Him. To present your gift. Presenting our body as a living sacrifice. Holy and acceptable to God. This morning, present your gift. Brother David, I've done this, I've done that. This morning, present your gift giving him a sacrifice of praise thank him for what he's done we can never thank him enough we can never praise him enough when we'll be on the other side we'll be praising him we'll be worshiping him we'll be adoring him let it be a real Christmas maybe some of you never had a real Christmas experience Christ coming in you, baptizing you, filling you. Now is the time. The light is here. The light is shining and bright. Darkness may cover the earth, but upon you his glory shall be seen. May God bless you. Abraham says, not exactly a Merry Christmas, but God's blessing of Christmas upon you. May the Christ of Calvary oh, hide you in himself. Blanket you. So wrap you and enshroud you in his word. Till his word will be made flesh in you. That is my prayer. May God bless you. Can we sing? We walk in the light.
such a beautiful light. Not a fabric light, but a pure light shining. The light of the S-O-N. Aren't you thankful? Oh, we walk. such a wretch like me, Lord, and providing a way for me to come back into fellowship with you, Lord. Lord, I pray, Father, may your light shine upon each and every one, Father. Lord, although there may be darkness over the earth, Lord God, we want your light to shine through us, Father. I pray, Lord, for each and every individual, Lord, that is here present, that is streaming, Lord. Lord, may you come down in every heart. May they experience a real Christmas, Lord God. Oh, life-changing experience. Lord, may you fill them. Oh, Lord, I put them into your hands. But certainly we want to say thank you because you spoke the word. You said, let there be, and there is now. So, Father, we thank you, Lord. Lord, bless us, Lord, as we go, Father. Lord, give us traveling mercies, Lord. And Lord, bless all the ministry here, the pastor, Lord. May you continue and anoint them, Father, while they're standing for this pure, non-adulterated word. Because we know, Father, only in you, Lord, are we fortified. And by no means we want to go out of your word, Lord. Bless your people, Lord. I put them into your hands, Lord. And we want to give you all the glory and the praise. In Jesus' name we pray. 
Amen and amen and amen. Have a blessed Christmas. May this be a different one. And all the Christmases you have, whether you're five years or 99 years old, there's not much time left. The ministers can say it and repeat it and repeat it, but it's nothing but the truth. The angels are ready. Think of it. They're all tuned up. Waiting for the great homecoming time. I love you. Pray for us. We pray for you. And may God richly bless you. Can we sing that song? Oh, come, let us adore him. Hallelujah. Now, tomorrow, the next day, until we're gone. Don't find any excuses. Next time we see the Lord willing, I don't know when. I want to see you. Amen, Brother Tom. See you in the rapture. Amen. But if we meet here on this side, I want to see you adoring, worshiping. True worship. Like never before. Worship Christ. Our Lord.
Bless him. He's the worthy one, saints. You know that in this whole Christmas season, outside of the bride, there's millions upon millions that are going to church this weekend. Thinking they're worshiping God. And they don't even know who God is. But you, little bride, you know where the light has come. For arise and shine, your light has come. And the glory of God is upon you. Can you worship him this morning? He's worthy of all praise. He's worthy of all glory, of all adoration, of all hallelujahs. Amen. Behold, unto you in the city of David is born. It's a personal gospel. We heard a personal message this morning. And we thank God for Brother David Meyer. Amen. Can I say what Brother David said this morning? Happy Christmas. I don't know whether that's the interpretation of joyous Christmas or Merry Christmas. But may you have a wonderful time in the presence of God wherever you shall have your Christmas with unsaved loved ones. May the light of God be seen in your lives. Let it so shine for his glory. And may God bless your time together with your family. Keeping Christ the center and focal point of our lives. God bless you for your faithfulness. I want to say thank you. And God bless you for all your cards and emails and notes and gifts. My, my, my. It's wonderful. And I want to thank each and every one of you that have sacrificed and given your lives this year for this gospel. We love you all. And may you have a blessed time in the presence of God. Let's bow our heads. What a Christmas, Lord, to realize it's Christ in us, the hope of glory. The very life of God beating within the heart of your bride this morning. As we heard your word, Lord, there's such a thrill, such an expectation is created by that word. Lord, to know my sins are gone. Where's their accusers? Where was Rahab's accusers? They were all dead. Lord, all our sins are gone this morning. All our accusers are dead. We've been washed in the blood of the Lamb. We're thankful for Brother David and for the ministry you have given and the burden on his heart to give himself to you. What a gift. All of us collectively, we want to give our lives. We want to lay it at your feet. We want to present ourselves for you alone are the worthy one, Lord. So I ask that the glory of God and the grace of God go before us, be around us as we're with our families, Lord. May you use us and may, Lord, we see fruits of this season and it may be to your glory. Lord, as Brother David now will fly home this afternoon. Pray that he will be upon angels' wings, that you will refresh him, Lord. And Sister Anne and the family, we pray that you'll bless them at this Christmas time. They have given us a sacrifice of their husband, a church of their pastor. And we receive it, Lord, as a love gift to us this morning. Would you bless the man of God and use him? 
for whatever lays ahead, Lord. We want to be unctioned and inspired by God. So, Lord, go with each and every one of us. And may, Lord, we keep you on our lips. So we want to praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. God be with you this Christmas. There's a choir practice, I believe, at 3, 3.30 this afternoon for the young people. And next Sunday, there's no Wednesday service. Next Sunday is one service. And in the afternoon, if you uh, want to sing a special for watch night, the brothers will be available for you. Brother Ryan, Brother Ben, who will be here. We want to, we want to rejoice in New Year's. We crushed Satan's head this year. Can you say amen? You are here and he's tried to stop you. He's tried to take your joy away and God's poured it in. We want to rejoice this New Year's and give him all the glory. Amen. So if you have a song and you want to sing, please contact the brothers. We'd love to hear our precious brothers and sisters from the Philippines, from the Congo, whomever, young people and maybe even us old people. We'll sing to the glory of God. Greet one another. You're dismissed in Jesus' name. Amen. forward to that. Brother Kyle, Sister Christina, God bless you. Sarah, nice to have you here. God bless you.